Everybody, thanks for tuning in to Lakeside Discourse, the podcast where we talk about whatever we want. I am Austin. I'm Kyle. And uh, we super appreciate you tuning in today. A couple big things happened since the last time we were here. We got a new president. It was our year anniversary of Lakeside Discourse. When we started, yeah. Yeah, so, and we missed last week, so sorry about that, but we're here now. (laughs) So, uh, we'll hop right into weird news. All right, let's do it. Weird news with Kyle. What do you think the pizza scene is like in Tel Aviv, Israel? I would, I don't know. I would imagine. Well, is, Tel Aviv is a pretty like built up area, right? I would like it's a pretty. I don't like, know a lot about. Area. I don't, yeah, I don't know a lot about how developed Israel is. I think Israel's pretty like it's not like a third world country mm. at all. I think there's definitely parts of it that are third worldy, but I, I think you're right that there are like a few like I cities. Think, yeah, like, I think Tel Aviv like, is really, one of those. So I would say that. You know, probably not as popular as New York or... Okay. But I think there's probably at least a pizza shop or two. Okay. So Pizza Hut okay. has, uh, I guess their Israel headquarters are in Tel Aviv. <laughs> they have a headquarters and it's just the one shop in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so here's what they got going on there. Pizza drone delivery. Really? They have that in Tel Aviv, Israel. They've been testing it in the past month, and they said they have six drones that are doing it. And that is they're cool. about to launch a full-time fleet of 12 drones Dang. to deliver pizzas. And apparently right now, they can hold two pizzas and a Coke. That's like what they can fly with. That's pretty sick. Yeah, which is like way more than I thought they would be able to carry. I, I guarantee you we're going to get a lot of stuff delivered by drones. But I guess the company that they're working on doing the drones with... Um, said or i guess like this is like what they're like kind of trying to put out is as if we can master airborne pizza the food delivery options ahead of us are endless <laughs> <laughs> well also aren't people talking about like amazon delivering with drones yeah that's been i've talked i've heard talk about that before i've never for like a couple like, of years I, yeah now, i feel yeah. like i've never like seen that or like heard uh, yeah, about that happening in a situation happening, but, but you can, I, yeah, I guess it's, it says or five salads, two, and, two pizzas and a Coke or five salads. So could you get two and a half salads, one pizza and one Coke? No, it'd probably be two salads. It might be too bulky. I don't know. I guess it depends on the apparatus with which Yeah, I want to see one. Carried. That'd be kind of cool. Hold on. There might be a picture here. But I, I yeah. like the idea because then we don't have to tip. <laughs> but also then delivery drivers are going extinct. So if you're a delivery driver, the drones are coming for you. You better get a new job. Become a drone pilot. Do wait, wait, wait. Do they fly them, or no, is it just they're probably yeah, autonomous? Say, GPS. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, similar testing in the U.S. could launch soon, with the FAA finally giving its first approval for a fully automated drone service in Massachusetts. So I guess it's not about Amazon; it's probably about the FAA, which is Federal Air Rospace Association. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> so yeah so it sounds like it's a government thing and not a company thing but dude i was like i don't know i just read that and i was angry that tel aviv israel has yeah that's pizza. kind of annoying like i feel like <laughs> but we're america we're, we're man very, like, come on we're coming off very like elitist <laughs> americans right now yeah. but uh we should definitely have drones yeah i feel like we're at that come point. on we need drones 
for pizza. <laughs> Dude, I also, I mean, I don't really have a lot of information on this, but uh, in looking for weird news, apparently um, wombats poop in cubes, which I didn't know well, about. Why? But, well, so for most of human history, no one knew, but apparently they just figured it out. And I didn't even read the whole, whole article because I wasn't that interested. But, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently their intestines are 33 feet long. That's not surprising. And that's like kind of has a, like a lot to do with it because apparently like portions dry up. Well, our and our like, intestines just are like super super long too. Yeah, but we're big. Yeah, but Wombats ours are like way bigger than thirty three feet. Ours aren't that much bigger than thirty three feet. I think you have one that's thirty ish feet, and then you have one that's ten feet. Really? So for yeah, because your uh. small and large intestine, your small intestine is actually longer, but your large intestine is right. like wider. Right. The size is like the size of the tube. Yeah. Yeah. And then. A wombat is much smaller than a person is, yeah, but it still has 33 feet of intestine. Huh. It must be real thin. Yeah, probably. But that's weird. Yeah. So, who poop cubes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, the main thing that I wanted to talk about during this episode is... <laughs> I saw it coming. I was going to wait so... for a break. Well, no, I just gave you one. I knew you wanted it. Um... The stuff going on in the stock market, which if crazy been, stuff, dude. It's it's actually like pretty historic. Uh, if you if you haven't been following it, basically AMC's uh, or not AMC AMC yes, but mostly GameStop's stock skyrocketed through the roof a couple weeks ago. It was like eighteen dollars a share, mm-hmm. and um, it I think its peak was like four eighty. Wow! At one point, um, <clears throat> and the reason for that is because and now. I am not a stock market expert. I am not in finance. <laughs> this or... is not financial advice. <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> this is not financial advice. I'm just I'm gonna give it to you the way that I understand it and know that I could be a little bit wrong, but I have the gist more than most people, I think. So there is a hedge fund called Melvin Capital that basically shorted the stock. Now, how do you short a stock? My understand this is where I might be wrong about it. My understanding is it is that you uh, sell a stock today at the price that it is at with the promise to buy it back at a later date, regardless of what the price is. So basically you're betting that the stock price is going to go down because if you sell a stock today at $5 with the promise to buy it back in a month, you want that stock to be at $2 so that you get the same amount of ownership in the company for a lesser price. Hope that makes sense. Um, you can def- There's so much out there about this right now, so you can definitely mm-hmm. do your research if that wasn't good enough. But there was this guy on Reddit. His username was Deep Effing Value, um, and he has a YouTube too. And me and Brett, me and Brett were watching his YouTube last mm-hmm. night, and it was like from a month ago before all this. Nicest guy ever. Really? Yeah. He found out about this like a year or more ago. Wow. And basically, I think he. Um, bought like seven hundred and some thousand dollars worth of GameStop or GameStop. GameStop yeah. kind of works. <laughs> GameStop. <laughs> um, of GameStop, and now it is worth, or he cashed out, I think, at like forty-eight million dollars. Wow. That's crazy, man. Nicest guy ever. Like it could have not have gone to a better guy. Like mm. this guy, like saw what they were doing. Basically, these hedge funds, the Melvin Capital guys, and I think there was other ones involved, but Melvin Capital was the big one. They basically mm. shorted the stock more than the stock even 
exist. Yeah. Like it was shorted it was 138 something. Right? Yeah. 138%, which I don't know how that is possible. It is probably illegal, but mm-hmm. like if GameStop were to drop, they would have made a ton of money. Yeah. They're basically gambling that GameStop is the value. Well, to my drop. understanding, Melvin Capital actually took out a loan to yeah. to short to the extent that it did. Right. I think that that's like shorting on margins. Yeah. Which is just insane because they're so confident that it would go down and this guy and was the, like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> so, and so this dude bought a bunch, and then they went on to Reddit, and then, like, well, yeah, this Wall yeah, Street Bets. Yeah, and they were so like... Reddit is r slash Wall Street Bets. I highly recommend you go look at it, because mm-hmm. it is hilarious right now. Keep yeah. Go. Take care. Um, and Wall Street Bets, you know, a lot of people on, the, on, on that subreddit were like, hey, look, like, this is about to happen. You know, a lot of people who very religiously manipulate the market in their favor are going to make a lot of money on this, unless the stock part, the stock price were to go up and so all these people on reddit were just like hey let's <laughs> let's buy a bunch of game game stock <laughs> right right and if you if you are like i'm gonna explain this to you there's a thing on reddit called eli5 and it's like explain like i'm five and i'm not trying to insult your intelligence but when people buy something the value goes up because there's more of a demand for it so every time like the stock market could go like a stock could go up in price because of some news that happened or because of, you know, like a, an electric vehicle stock could go up because of Biden's, you know, new proposals to whatever. But that basically only says people want this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no one really wanted GameStop. That's why it was going down. But yeah. when Reddit took over and we're like, hey, everybody buy GameStop. The price went up. Now, the reason that it's called, or what happened is called a short squeeze. So, basically, the price skyrockets, and uh, these hedge funds have no other option but to hold their positions because they're going to lose a ton of money. But if all the people that bought it low also hold their positions, the price can't go down Mm -hmm. because the only way that the price goes down is when people want to get rid of the stock. So, if you look at the GameStop graph over the past week... Um, you'll notice that it spiked up like crazy, I think Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, and this, I think Tuesday morning, it was probably like 40 bucks a share. I could be wrong on the timeline there, but I do know that this caused all of the like, um, retail investor brokerages, which retail investors would be like, if you or me were investing in stocks, we are not an institution. We are not a firm that is holding other people's money and investing, we are just people using our own money and buying shares of a company. Those are retail investors. So apps like Robinhood, Webull, and I think even E-Trade. Was I right on the timeline? Uh, I wasn't checking as you were saying. I was checking out what it was a month ago. Yeah. Which was uh, on December 31st. It was 1884. Right. And so now that has scroll, gone up. Scroll down and see what the high is. I think it's 480. The high... I'm only seeing 370, oh, 347 it, actually. I know that it was up above 400 at one point. There I might know just it was be too, like a weird glitch. Or oh something. no, here we go. 468. Yeah. 49. So yeah, <laughs> that is ridiculous. But um, so basically, all these people on Reddit that like just had like not that much money bought GameStop and now have like a ton of value mm-hmm. in GameStop. Um. <clears throat> And well, anyway, th- uh, let me get back to the brokerages like Robinhood, Webull, all these E-Trade, Fidelity. You've probably heard of them. Um, these are what people use to buy stocks. That's what a brokerage is. And on Thursday, 
Robin Hood, along with all a lot of the other ones. Robin Hood is the most popular. It's like the most easy. It's free for, you know, just regular people. Um, <clears throat> basically limited trading in a very, very manipulative way. Yeah. They allowed selling of a stock, but did not allow you to purchase the stock. Now, if you remember what I was telling you about the value, mm-hmm. that basically forced the price down. So on Thursday, the price went down. Now, uh, Friday, they did allow limited buys. You can buy one share of GameStop. One, oh, this also happened across the board on a couple other shorted stocks, including AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry, Naked Brand, Sundial Growers, and a, cu- a couple other ones. Apparently, this bailed AMC out of like some $600 million of debt. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a sh- that's I, crazy. I, I on Friday I was like I, AMC was like thirteen dollars, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, if it goes to the moon like they say on Monday, mm-hmm. I might as well buy a share. And if it doesn't, then I lose thirteen dollars. Like yeah. I don't really care. So I have a share of AMC. Let's hope it goes to like three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty sick. But uh, anyway, the on Friday they, they basically traded sideways which just means that the price didn't change that much. I don't understand why, but I know on r slash Wall Street Bets, they're saying that if they could get the price to be above like 310, 300, somewhere in there, Mm -hmm. that Monday's going to look good. (laughs) And it finished on Friday at 312, I think. (laughs) So I, I don't know. I'm just really excited to see what happens with this because this has been probably the most successful like middle finger to the one percent wall street hedge funds yeah. that have been manipulating the market to make themselves richer and not us yeah you know what i mean in history this is something that probably will never happen again almost definitely will never happen again because after this there are going to be laws against shorting a stock over 100 percent. either yeah. that or they're going to take retail trading from us so yeah i definitely think this is going to go one way or the other where we're going to see like a really massive win for you know like little guys that are trying to invest and then or we're going to see a massive win for you know these people that are you know kind of institutional investors investors who are just there for the long run uh who have been doing this kind of market manipulation over a long time melvin capital actually went bankrupt i don't know if we said that yeah um but they were worth some 13.1 billion i think um and they went bankrupt because they could not pay back the loan uh, that they took out for, uh, for GameStop stocks. So, and obviously that's, like, that's pretty crazy. And like, of, of course, like no one, I feel like no one, no one wants anyone to like go under because of this. Right. But I don't think it's out of malice. Yeah. It's more just like, Hey, like we're making a point here. People like regular people can do this kind of stuff too. Um, and I think that's what we're going to see more than anything else out of this is just more, uh, more average person awareness of mm-hmm. your like, your own momentum in the stock market of like, it's not just like the big players that can do stuff. It's like, and I think like larger corporations and larger like hedge fund type people and type institutions are starting to see this, that like they're not the only players in the game. And it's and scaring I, like, them. And, and yeah. And, and I, and it probably is like, and you know, people are making jokes about these people on wall street, jumping off of buildings and stuff like that. And like, no one wants people, other people to die. Right. That's but, not what this is about. This is but about. like to a certain extent, like we want, people to just understand that like you do have actual you know say in what goes on right, in the stock right, market right, if right. you if you do make moves and um, it's cool that like to me that all of this is like a ground level effort on reddit like mm-hmm. to like this only happened because of reddit yeah because of r slash wall street bets and i think 
I think a lot of the like stereotypical Wall Street guys don't really understand the power of that. Mm-hmm. Because after on Thursday, basically, uh Robinhood was like, Hey, you can't trade and people got mad about it because that's basically them manipulating the market. Because they're mad. There will be a class action lawsuit, 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There already is a couple filed. I, I believe it. Yeah. Um, but people got mad about it and said, okay, well, let's just show them how we can manipulate the price of other things. <laughs> and there is this uh, cryptocurrency called Dogecoin. And Well, before, before – yeah. Well, so before we get into that, a, a couple days ago, our roommate comes upstairs yeah, and, this is on Wednesday. And uh, yeah, this is Wednesday. And he comes upstairs and he's like, Hey, they have this they have this cryptocurrency called Dogecoin. Yeah. And we were like, Really? And they like if you're if you're not familiar with it, it's kinda like an abstract kind of thing. Like Doge is like a meme. It's like a really old meme that like It's like the wow doesn't much get, excite. Very yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's like the Shiba Inu dog. Yeah. It's like I don't know, you you might know about it, you might not. If you don't, like it's definitely not something that you're missing out on. It's just like an old meme that no one really cares about anymore. But they decided to use it as the namesake. Well, they uh, for was started, this cryptocurrency. Well, Dogecoin was start founded in like 2013, I think, mm-hmm. as a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, it was just, you know, it's it's a it's a cryptocurrency that exists, but it's like named after a meme and like right. And historically, this this Dogecoin has been trading at uh like fractions of a cent at yeah at or below a penny. Right. Well, it was it was very below a penny, and then Elon Musk tweeted about it in like 2018. Mm-hmm. And it went up to like 1.1 cents. So anyway, Ben comes upstairs on Wednesday. He's like, hey, have you ever heard of Dogecoin? And we're like, no. Like, yeah, so we have no idea. And we were like, well, we should just buy it. Like we were, me, me and Austin both put in 15 just for poops and giggles. And I think Ben put in a little bit more. But, you know, we were all just like. And we whatever. bought this thing at like 0.074 of a cent. Yeah. And well, I bought, I think at one, my initial buy was at like one. 1.1 cents or something like that it was oh really i bought it so. at the same time yeah <laughs> no the initial buy was 0.074 okay then maybe I have that here's one. why i know because right after that i was like i have never used like i haven't used twitter in like years mm-hmm. and i was like and ben was like talking about all the wall street's bets happening on twitter because reddit kind of merged over to twitter and you know mm-hmm. um and I was like scrolling through or whatever, and I was like, I'm gonna tweet, "Don't sleep on Dogecoin," just <laughs> to, so that like if it's worth Bitcoin prices in the future, that I'll be like, "Hey, look, I said it." Like it was also a joke. And then the next day, Reddit called on him. We're like, "Let's run up the price of Dogecoin." Yeah, and it and it really blew up. It did. Like I mean, it, it went from it went from very good. Yeah. So I mean, at, at most it was like just over eight cents. Um, and you know, moving from, you know, about a cent to eight cents does not sound significant, but when you buy $15 worth of it, you get multiple thousand shares. I think our, mm-hmm. like my initial, just out of that $15 was a little over, uh, 1500 shares. Yeah. Um, and like that, that really boosts. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, granted by now it, it's already fallen back down to near where it was. Um, but we're still up on it, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, but that, it was just cool that I'd never thought that I would see anything come out of that money mm-hmm. and the timing of that, of, of, of Ben coming upstairs perfect. and being like, oh, there's a meme, there's a meme <laughs> cryptocurrency. Um, but if you don't understand cryptocurrency, it's, it's incredibly volatile. Um, and, and so when we put that $15 in, we definitely did not think we would see any kind of return on it. Uh, so that was really cool. So part of me is very like skeptic, realistic about Dogecoin mm-hmm. and saying, this was a fun spike. We had fun. It's going to go down and it's going to go back down to a fraction of a cent. 
it keeps hitting floors. It was like at five cents, and then it went down to four cents, and then it went down to three cents. The floor right now is two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but here's here's the cool thing about cryptocurrency, which I don't think people understand. Um, well, the cool thing about it's mostly about cryptocurrency. When you're buying cryptocurrency, you're basically trading your dollar for a different currency. It'd be it's very similar to trading when you go to a different country and get a euro. Mm-hmm. or a pound yeah like it's very similar to that the difference is no government agency backs the value of cryptocurrency the only thing that determines the value of cryptocurrency is basically the people that own it mm-hmm. or the people that want it because if i'm selling uh kyle this cup that's right here it's only worth what kyle is willing to pay and it's only worth what i'm willing to sell it for so if we are all in agreement uh, mm-hmm. saying, hey, this is worth a dollar a share, like eventually it could get to a dollar a share. Now, that is a little bit ridiculous because the amount of money needed to push to get it to a dollar is like astronomical. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know that like this cheap in a cryptocurrency did it have this much knowledge. Or this much awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, overnight, this stock 10x and all these news outlets are writing articles about it. Like, it's it was the number one trend on Twitter for a while. It is now officially the most mentioned cryptocurrency ever mm-hmm. on Twitter. Like, higher than Bitcoin. And everybody knows what and Bitcoin, Bitcoin is. And yeah, Bitcoin is worth over $30,000 right yes, now. Yes, it peaked at $40,000 earlier this month or in mm-hmm. December or something. So... I'm not saying that this is going to be a dollar. I'm not telling you to put your money in there so that, you know, you can get rich because I don't really, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you to do that. But, like, I think it's very cool, and I think that cryptocurrencies in general could have a very, very, very big impact on finances throughout the world. Like, yeah, I mean, 100 years from now, is it that weird to think that there's no... U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar, the euro, the yen, and it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Litecoin. Like, I don't think it's that weird. Dude, I remember like five years ago, I read a statistic that was like some over 50% of Americans are going to have some amount of money in a digital wallet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who cares about digital wallets? Why would I need a digital wallet? And now most of my transactions, like to other people, like not not businesses, but like other people, right, are are through like an Apple Venmo, Pay or a Venmo yeah. or like Cash App, some type of you know digital wallet, right. And I just I don't know. I I think you're right that in you know if you say like a hundred years or fifty years or even five years that we're gonna see a lot of a lot more incorporation mm-hmm. of cryptocurrencies into just general transactions. Well, and here's the thing. Everyone gets a little bit scared when we talk about cryptocurrencies because, like, the reason that GameStop shot up was because of the shorts. Mm-hmm. The shorts are basically guaranteeing that that stock is going to go up because these com- the Melvin Capital can't get out of it because they don't have enough money. But if they, even if they do get out of it, the share price goes up because they have to buy it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and if no one sells it, like, it's just a very interesting thing. But the the problem with or the, the thing that is a little bit feared with something like Dogecoin or Bitcoin is that there's nothing like that determining the value. There's more like security in the United States dollar because the government says, hey, this is worth a dollar. Mm-hmm. But 
but even also like the the cryptocurrencies aren't backed by any any type of uh, like organization like the FDIC isn't going to say like, hey, if you lose all this money, we're, we still got you like your bank would. Like if you lose all your cryptocurrency, like all your yeah, value in cryptocurrency. To a guy, right? Yeah. Like that. Well, no, no, no. You're thinking about the dude that was locked out of it. He, yeah. He lost his password to the Bitcoin. Oh, He's yeah. not going to get yeah, back. Yeah. Okay. That. I guess I know what you mean. Right. Um, But like in cryptocurrency, like if, you know, like if all of a sudden I made a million dollars off cryptocurrency and then the next day it all goes away, like. Mm. I'm screwed. But yeah. <laughs> but here's what the the trade-off is in that sense for Dogecoin. When the more people that own Dogecoin, the less value other currencies have. Because if more people want Doge, mm-hmm. that means that less people want dollars or euros or bitcoins or whatever because they're spending those to get the other thing. Before cryptocurrencies, did people trade currencies in other way? Yes. Yeah? There is. A, I guess I've never heard of that. There is a thing called the foreign exchange market. Mm-hmm. It's called, it's like, if you Google Forex trading, basically that's all that is, but it's not cryptocurrencies. Oh, uh, okay. You're betting on, like, the value of the United States dollar versus the euro. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. very complex to understand, and I do not understand it fully, but... At a very, very simple level, if I have X currency and you have Y currency and I want Y currency, that means Y currency is more valuable. Okay. Spam risk. Spam risk. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my phone was on silent. Yeah. So all in all, if if if, if this at least part piqued your interest a little bit, look at uh, ticker symbol GME. Look at the charts over that. Look at AMC. Look at Nokia. Look at BlackBerry. It's very interesting uh r slash wall street bets on reddit r slash dogecoin on reddit those are where you're gonna find a lot of interesting things and and even if you don't really care i promise you you're gonna get a laugh out of it because everybody is there like hold to the moon we ain't selling <laughs> like it is hilarious yeah. and in the dogecoin thing like uh everyone says hold but they spell it h-o-d-l <laughs> so it's just like hodl 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 like <laughs> It is uh, it's funny. a lot of fun. Yeah, I have nothing else that is a pretty funny situation. Um, I haven't been this entertained by something that's like... Like world news? Boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or world news yeah. in forever. I don't think ever. I Like, yeah. this is literally like... I've, it's been consuming me a little bit, and sorry to everybody that I talked to over the past few days. I just can't get <laughs> enough of this. It's hilarious. Um, uh, we said we were going to have a little bit of a shorter episode today, but before we end, uh, do we have any... Uh, our slash lakeside discourse? Yeah, our slash lakeside. Yeah, let's get into that real quick. All right. First, r slash lakeside discourse. If you were offered $5 million to be locked, or $5 million, Doge, to be <laughs> locked in a room for 20 minutes with a 50-50 chance, when you leave the room, you will either be 20 days in the future or 20 years in the future, would you do it? Why or why not? $5 million, You go into a room. Go in a room, come out. It's either 20 days or 20 years. Yeah, but either way, you get $5 million. I don't know if I would do that. I don't think I would do that. It's tough because 20 days, eh, whatever. Well, yeah, because 20, 20 days is whatever, but... 20 years, people you love could have died. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 my, do I get, like regardless like of my own actions, my life could look very differently in 20 years. Right. I mean, think... I, mean, just I don't technology. think I would do that. Would you do that? That's a hard... That is a hard choice. I know, really that, hard. I, I know it seemed like I made up my mind pretty quickly, but that is a tough choice. Right. I've been thinking about it since I found the question, and I feel like if I got like a week... Or at least got to talk to my family about it. 
I would consider it more. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, like obviously that's probably the last time I'm going to see my grandparents. Yeah. Which is sad, but like I could also like anybody I love could die today. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's, hmm. it's a real interesting question. I don't know if I would though. $5 million is a lot of money that would be obviously life changing from the majority of people, but that's interesting. So see, would being 20 years in the future. So it's true. You don't see a lot of these questions that gamble time that way. True. It's interesting. I like it. I liked the question. It was like the top one. Mm. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. I, <laughs> I will put it on there. Uh, this one's funny. Okay. You are going to die in this room in 30 seconds. Don't like that. What do you think would be the reason <laughs> slash scenario? The reason slash scenario. I'm trying to think. I'm looking around. us. Ben's room is around us. I don't see anything dangerous. That's good. Murderous Travis Scott Reese's buffs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say the most likely thing that could kill us right now, I guess, is like the water heater blowing up and somehow... Going through the wall? Yeah, maybe. We don't really have gas or anything. Maybe no. we have I think our I think it's electric. Yeah. I was gonna No, our our heat is gas. There it is. I think. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I like, don't know. Like in terms of most likely, like it would either have to be a health risk, one of us just kills over and has a heart attack or yeah. something. Or like a foreign enemy, like a foreign enemy attacks us. You know what I mean though? <laughs> Like China just comes and bombs us. Yeah. And they're like, ah, we're targeting Mount Joy, Pennsylvania. Mount Joy, like, PA. They need but to go down. I thought of the funny one is like if for some reason that moved and hit me directly, like at the right spot, maybe it could puncture my and temple. And then bounced and could, over and then yeah, got, it got you and we both bleed to death down Boom. here. That's morbid. Oh, it's a coat rack. Did That's you ever watch the about. Final Destination movies? A couple of them. I feel like I saw one or two. Which ones did you see? I don't know. Do you remember I don't, any I don't of the like... deaths? Because I don't remember yes. the movies, but I remember the deaths. Yeah, like I remember there's one where like the sh- he's in the shower or just got out of the shower and like water's like going in between the tiles in a certain way to make him slip. Mm-hmm. And then he like slips and then he gets like caught on the shower like hose yep. line thing and just like ends up hanging himself. I think the most popular ones are the one roller coaster one. Yeah. Where like the camera falls and wraps around the track. And then, like, it just uh, derails the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the one where there's, like, a tractor trailer that's pulling, like, logs. Yeah. Like, tree logs. Mm-hmm. I think those two are pretty popular ones. I remember one where someone was getting LASIK, and the doctor Ooh, left. I don't it, like thinking about that. And it, like, he, it, like pumped up the laser mm-hmm. heat or something, and dude's just, like, standing there, like, ah. And mm-hmm. then, you know what? That doesn't even kill him. He finally breaks free from the bed and starts running and runs out the window and falls, like, seven floors. Mm-hmm. See, those movies to me are just a net loss. <laughs> like when you when you when you walk into that movie theater or you rent that from Blockbuster and you come home <laughs> and you put that on, like there's no way that you watch that movie and you and you, you you watch the credits roll up and then you walk out, you go to your car, you get on the highway, you're behind the log truck and you're just like, you know what, this is a totally normal experience. No, you're thinking about the logs yes. coming off of there and killing you. Almost every or time, if like, you watch um, Final Destination, then you go to Hershey Park, the sweetest place on earth, and then you get on a roller coaster and your camera falls off in the wrong way and then you get derailed. You're thinking about that. 
You're thinking about that after you see these movies. It's very true because like almost every time I'm in a car with somebody that mm-hmm. I don't like know super well, yeah. which usually happens through work. Yeah. Uh, and there's a log truck. It's like oh, final destination. Like <laughs> that's literally what happens. So you're right. You are 100 percent right. Dude, um, there was one. I don't know. Like, dude was working out in some like college gym. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the details. And but. like. There's these two swords mounted on a yes. wall above him, and he like every time he drops the weights, it shakes the. They move a little it, bit. Yeah, it shakes the swords a little bit, and the one time he does it too hard, and the swords like they're only mounted, I guess, by the hilts, and so the blades swing down and cut the wires to the machine that he's like working out on, and then cuts the weights, and the weights fall and kill him. Holy crap! That's like nuts. what on earth? There's no way that's gonna happen. But like swords that are that are in that are sharp enough <laughs> to cut through wire that is like yeah, because those cables have to be able to withstand the weight exactly. That, yeah. So like okay, like, <laughs> but still, when it, but, but still, like if I was working yesterday. out and there was a sword hanging over me, of course I'd be like, oh, final destination, uh, right? <laughs> oh man, uh, a net loss. Um, net loss. All right, last question. Pretty All simple right. one. What are your thoughts on pineapples on burgers? I have made a burger with pineapple on it before. Okay. And it was okay. I was going for... Have we talked about the Hawaiian cheeseburger sub on here? Um, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but like, I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, know that, I know that you know what pineapple, or Hawaiian cheeseburger sub is. Uh, there's a restaurant in the town that we live in, Mount Joy... Uh, called Papa's Pizza. Shout out to Papa's. And their pizza's their pizza's pretty good, but I mean we have a lot of pizza restaurants in Mount Joy. They're, uh-huh. they're, they're all they're all actually they are all like pretty decent. Um, yeah, in terms they, of the they all they're all different enough that like sometimes I want two cousins, but sometimes I'm like today's is the yeah. move. Yeah. Honestly, like good job. Like I mean, Tel Aviv has it going on, I guess, with Pizza Hut drone right. delivery, but Mount Joy. There, how many pizza right. shops are in right. Mount Joy? We, we have dude. at least like five or six. Think about it. Uh, let's think about it. We have okay. today's. Yep. De Maria's. Uh, I'm just driving th- into Mount Joy from the highway. Okay. Today's? Yep. Di Maria's. Two cousins. Two cousins. Papa's. Papa's. Sal's. Sal's. Amato's just opened. Yeah, Amato's did just open. And I feel like, uh, well, Rosie Tavola closed, but, but yeah, they, they were, were an Italian restaurant. That's six. Like, there's 8,000 people that live in Mount Joy. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally a pizza place for every 1,200 people. Oh, man. All I right. don't think Tel Aviv's got that. But Papa's Pizza has what all these other restaurants don't, which is not actually not even on their menu. But uh, they, what they will do is but call they'll it, make it for you. Yeah, they'll make it for you. Is <laughs> a Hawaiian cheeseburger sub where they have like really crispy bacon, and I usually don't like crispy bacon. I like when my bacon's nice and floppy because if you burn something, and I think it generally tastes worse. Uh, but they have nice crispy bacon inside this cheeseburger sub, and then they put grilled pineapple in there with it, and mm-hmm. they like really make sure that the pineapple is like nice and like toasted on the outside. Which is like not something that you would think would matter, but it it changes it so much. I wish two cousins did it, and because that two, uh, two okay, cousins. Yeah, this is another thing. Is, is like two like, cousins, and like if you if you're not from around here, you don't know about it. But like two cousins, their bread is crazy good. You are way better going <laughs> to two cousins and ordering a turkey sub than you are going to Subway. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. Or have you ever tried Little Italy? No. We need to that? try Little Italy. Sometime, Where is that? Dude, I'm telling you, it's in Bainbridge. Best sub. Oh, I, I think uh, one, one time. The boat. Yeah. Yes. 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 
Yes. I'm sorry. We we made an entirely we made a connection that it exists entirely outside of anything we've probably referenced on the podcast yeah. before. So I'm sorry about that. But yes, I have had that bread and it is awesome. It's really well, good. not even the bread, just the whole sub. The whole thing is like yeah, banging, dude. All right. Um, but they have this cheeseburger sub, Hawaiian. Oh, it's a Hawaiian cheeseburger sub. Right. And I don't even. Why do we even start talking about this? Because my question is, what are your thoughts on pineapple and burgers? That's right. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, inspired by this Hawaiian cheeseburger sub that Papa's Pizza does. And it's awesome, by the way. Um, I like We would get it when I was younger. It was like a little treat meal that we would have sometimes. It was just like, I have very fond memories of this cheeseburger sub that I can now follow up on in my adult life, <laughs> which is incredible, and it's just as good. Um, and I was inspired by this, and I tried to make a bacon, pineapple, like Hawaiian kind of burger uh, at the restaurant one time. And it was good, but it wasn't It wasn't as good. It wasn't, it wasn't Papa's. <laughs> Huh. Dude, I think I'm going to DoorDash some Papa's today. I don't think you can DoorDash Papa's. Two cousins They, they deliver. But ah, yeah. You got to go with two cousins. DoorDash. Yep. Join the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. All right. Well, uh, it is about that time that we need to say goodbye. Sorry about it being a shorter episode, but that's what you get. That's life. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. It's at Lakeside Discourse. You can also email us stuff if you want. Lakeside Discourse at gmail.com. We will be back hopefully next week. Mm -hmm. Times are crazy. Times uh, are crazy. I think we are at. <laughs> I've, I've, I feel like I've been checking the time. I mean, I have to go to work after this, which is why we're kind of cutting off short today. You but, have a pretty good. You, you should be able to get pretty good. But I haven't. Like, I've been. I don't know. I've been looking at it, but I feel like I still don't have any idea. I know it's. I mean, obviously, it's under an hour. Um, I think that we are at 46. Mm mm. No? Nah, dude. 37. 37? Wow. I was really off today. Sorry. It be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. All right. Uh, appreciate you. Bye, everybody. Good loop.